0: Welcome to Dialogue on Divorce. I'm Catherine Miller. I'm the founder of the Miller Law Group and director at the Center for Understanding and Conflict. And I'm on a mission to change how people divorce and help them divorce with dignity. And my guest today is Sarah Woodward Ortiz. Uh, Sarah is the owner of the website, The Heartful Journey, that offers divorce support and resources. And she's a HuffPost contributor, written the article, Five Things to Pack for Your Divorce Journey. Uh, Welcome, Sarah. It's a pleasure to have you on the show.
1: Thank you so much. I'm glad to be
0: here. So tell us a little bit about your Heartful journey. What was it? What led you to start the website? And what's your background about that?
1: Well, it all started when I went through my own divorce. I was married for about seven years, and I found out that my husband had been cheating on me for two. So that sent me down a very sad path. And while I was going through the healing process, I started to develop worksheets and other tools to remind me that you know my life wasn't over and to kind of help me work through my pain so that's where it started and I found that many other women obviously who had been going through and are going through the same thing I was so I decided to start to put those worksheets out there and I actually, Put them all together into a book that i have available on amazon and i also realized that a lot of times women who are going through divorce are given very bad advice by the people who are closest to them people who have good intentions and you know just want to help their loved ones but the, the advice is still pretty damaging so you know I was given kind of bad advice myself by several people and while I was going through my divorce three or four of my friends were also going through divorce and we all kind of shared stories about the advice that we had been given so I just wanted to put some you know better advice out there mm-hmm. for women who are going through divorce
0: so Would you mind sharing with us some of that bad advice? Because in the field, you know, the Mm -hmm. matrimonial field, we have a term for that. You know, we call that the Greek chorus of, you know, people, right? And you may recall from some of the classics where there is a Greek chorus, a lot of the advice that you get from the Greek chorus is terrible, (laughs) like right right there on stage. So, you know, what was some of the advice that really was troubling? Oh,
1: geez. And this advice came from everyone, from professionals, lawyers, Friends and family, personally, when I went to go open my checking account, when me and my ex first separated, I was kind of, you know, emotional and I was talking to the bank teller that was opening my account for me. And when she found out that my ex and I were separated, she said, you know what? You should just take all the money. Just take it all it's yours. You can take it all. And I'm like, well, I guess you're right, but I don't want to start our separation like this. And so I didn't take her advice and I only took what I needed. And I let my ex know that I was taking this money out of our account to open my own account. But gosh, my friend told me that she went to a lawyer here in Danville. She wanted him to be her lawyer. And he said his advice to her was to just go sleep around. One of our coworkers. (laughs) <laughs> one of our coworkers told my same friend that she just needed another man. It kind of all centers around men, like getting the next man, like you'll be okay because another man will come along there, other fish in the sea. And, you know, that's not really what
0: a woman who's going through divorce needs to hear. I think that's absolutely true. And and I'm, <laughs> I know that men get the Greek chorus too, but oh, I think, yeah, sure. you know, women tend yeah. to sort of cluster together more or maybe more social yeah. and yeah. I think that there's so many times in fact I had a conversation just last week with a client who was really felt so stuck between the process she was in and then what quote everyone was telling her right exactly. and it's a really tough spot to be well don't let him get away with that stand up for yourself right. do this do that exactly. and what I really try to say to people and let me know what you think about this is really try to take the love and support that those people are offering and leave their you know their advice by the way side they care about exactly. you right they want what's best for you they think they're helping but they're really not
1: yeah I completely agree with that and the mantra that I developed was you know thank you for your support and your encouragement in this but that's not the path I want to take and kind of you know bring it back to you because then that gives you more control over the situation too because when you're going through a divorce and, and all the things that go with it, you know, I felt powerless. I felt like my whole world was ending and, and I had no control over my life. But just little things like that, like when someone gives you that advice, just saying, you know, thank you for that advice. But that's not the path I'm choosing. That brings a little more control and a little more power back into yourself. So I think that's very important.
0: Yeah, and I think that, Sarah, you're pointing out a really important thing, which is to sort of pre-language it. You have a script. Yeah. This is what I'm going to say when that exactly. happens, because it's going to happen yes. over and over and over again. And that's the other advice mm-hmm. I give to people is like, create a story and then repeat your story Mm -hmm. and stick to it. And it's short and it's, you know, it's whatever it is, but you don't have to think about it every time so that the wounds aren't opened up every time you go to pick up your kids, you know, from school, or every time you go to the grocery store and you run into a neighbor, every time you see a new coworker or a friend, you know, and you have to be like, oh no, now, you know, they're all like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear. And that just can be sort of re damaging each time.
1: Yeah, exactly. And That script can work for pretty much any stage of the divorce process, whether you're dealing with your ex. I know that I had to develop certain languages and certain phrases that I used with my ex when it just got to the point where we were just arguing and nothing, you know, nothing was happening. I developed certain phrases that worked for me. So, yeah, that's a very good tool to use through this process.
0: Can you give us some examples of phrases you would use?
1: I kind of developed the rule that if it wasn't an important thing, like if it wasn't an emergency, then we just communicated through text. If it was, if it required a longer explanation, then we can email each other. But basically, we just communicate through text. And so if I just was at my wits end, I would just say, okay. And I, I think, okay, is what I use a lot. Like, okay, basically, I've heard you conversation. Right. Yeah. I'm not
0: going to argue with you anymore. Exactly. And, you know, yeah. let's move on. We have to agree exactly. to disagree about that. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about the Heartful Journey. What is it and how can people find it useful?
1: Well, the Heartful Journey is, in my mind, it's so many things. So it's kind of hard to, you know, explain sometimes because all of these things come to mind and I can't just whittle it down. But basically, the Heartful Journey is the journey you take from being heartbroken to finding the new you or finding not really the new you, but who you were before you were in that relationship. And I've talked to many women about this, that when we go through a relationship, even if it's a fairly good one, we sacrifice a lot of ourselves and men do too. But, you know, I just talk from a woman's perspective. We sacrifice a lot of ourselves. We sacrifice our energy. We sacrifice some of the things we love to do because we're taking care of our family, especially when we're going through a bad relationship. We sacrifice a lot more than that. So when you get to the point where you're separated and you're going through a divorce, I like to think of it, and this is how I tried to think of my divorce, as a new beginning and as more of a chance to reconnect with who I am, mostly because not a whole lot of people talk about the healing process. It's the legal process, and then it's the dating process. Like getting back out there and starting to date again, but there isn't a whole lot of focus on the actual healing process and what that entails. For me, the healing process obviously heals you from the hurt and the pain that you suffered through your divorce, but then it also sets you up so that when you are ready to date again, you're actually ready to date again and you're not rushing into it. And I'm, I'm by no means trying to act like I was perfect in this regard. I've, since my divorce, I've rushed into relationships, I've made bad mistakes, learned from those. And I'm, you know, continuously focusing on reconnecting with myself and making sure that that's where everything comes from. And I've heard a lot of women say, well, I'm doing the healing process wrong. And it's not about the amount of mistakes you make or don't make, or the things that you do right or the things that you do wrong. It's about staying honest with yourself. And if that's your core, then. It doesn't matter if you make a mistake because you can easily learn from it and I think you'll always be on the right track. So the Heartful Journey is just the journey that your heart takes back to you, back to loving yourself.
0: This is Dialogue on Divorce. I'm Katherine Miller. I'm here with the show every other Wednesday on WVOX and WVOX.com, talking today with Sarah Woodward-Ortiz. She's the owner and founder of the website, The Heartful Journey, and author of the book, The Heartful Separation. So, Sarah, tell us a little bit about dating after divorce. What's that like?
1: Oh, geez. Well, we live in a digital age and unfortunately online dating has become a really big thing and I can understand why. Uh, when you're a single mom and you have kids to take care of, you know, it's hard to get out there and I'm not the bar type person. So I'm not going to meet men at bars. I, I work at a small law firm and there aren't any men my age there. So I'm not going to meet men there. So really online dating was where I went. And I feel like, unfortunately, the online dating takes away the personal connection that you feel with another person. And I don't know, it it gets really confusing very quickly. At least that's what it was for me. Um, well I also and, think it's
0: very different. You know, if you've been married yeah. for a period of time and you you met your spouse, you know, either in a time or in a way that was not online, not digital. Exactly. And now it's just so prevalent like everybody's on, you know, yes. one, you know, thing or another and and it just is incredibly just the technology is overwhelming.
1: Yeah, exactly. I could talk about this forever and I kind of feel myself going off on tangents, but I think what I want to focus on as it pertains to dating is trust your gut, whether you've started to date online or whether you're dating, you know, in person, just trust your gut. I have had two situations. One, I recently got out of a pretty serious relationship. You know, I I didn't listen to my gut the whole time. Something was telling me that something was wrong. I felt so much passion for this man and it just ended pretty badly. You know, I didn't trust my gut. I didn't listen to myself. I tried to make myself believe certain things I knew weren't true. And I just didn't listen to myself. And I really damaged the trust that I have in myself and my connection to myself. It's still rebuilding that trust again. And then when I tried to date online, I met this guy and we hit it off. It was amazing. And he came down to see me. But during the texting, like we didn't even get to the point where we were talking on the phone yet. Just during the texting, something felt wrong. Something fell off. And I ignored it because I was having so much fun. And when we finally met in person, it was an instant connection. But I still felt this pit in my stomach like something was wrong. And he turned out to be an incredibly controlling man. It was kind of a scary situation. Always trust your gut. Your gut never steers you wrong. It never lies to you. Just trust your gut. Because if you if you trust your gut and then your gut ends up being wrong, really no harm, no foul. But if you don't listen to your gut, something bad could happen. And always be honest with yourself and always trust your gut.
0: You know, I think that sometimes women come out of marriage feeling like so untrusting of their own instincts because they find Mm -hmm. it, as you did, blindsided by what they thought was the truth, turns out not to be the truth. And I think that there could be listeners out there thinking, well, yeah, that's great if you feel like you can (laughs) trust your gut. (laughs) But if you don't feel like you can trust your gut, you know, then what? Like, then how do you navigate all of this? And I can also imagine there's people out there thinking, because I've, had clients in my office tell me this, you know, I'm never going to date again. Are you kidding? Mm -hmm. Never again. And I know that's not true. And I know that Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a healing process, but you know, do you have any, as part of the heartful journey, any sort of techniques or, or worksheets or anything that can help people kind of establish what their gut is, if they're feeling curious about that?
1: I have an online course. I do talk about the importance of being in silence And I know from my personal experience in my marriage and in this last relationship, my mind was just in this constant war. Like, I feel bad about this, but I don't want to be alone, but I feel bad about this, but I don't want to go through the divorce process, but I feel bad about this. But maybe it's just my imagination. Like, my mind was just on constant loop, and it was never really quiet in my head. And that is what clouds the gut feeling, or I like to call it your inner being or your inner voice. Your inner voice gets drowned out by so many things, by all of these things we tell ourselves, by the war going on in our heads, by doubts, by fears, by other people. So what I talk about in my course is the importance of sitting in silence, meditating, going for walks, doing anything you can to quiet your voice. And I believe in that quiet is when you start to hear your gut again, start to hear your inner voice again. And that's what I've been focusing on myself. You know, I think in in today's world where we have newspapers and, and news stories and Facebook and websites and articles and all of this loudness going on, I think being quiet and sitting in silence is extremely important.
0: This is Dialogue on Divorce. We're here on WVOX every other Wednesday from 5 to 5.30, or perhaps you're listening on the podcast, which is on divorcedialogues.com, as well as on my website, www.westchesterfamilylaw.com. And I'm talking today with Sarah Woodward-Ortiz about The Heartful Journey. And Sarah, is there a way that people can learn more about your book or your online course? What's the contact information that they could find you at?
1: All of my contact information can be found on my website at theheartfuljourney.com. And Heartful is spelled with two L's. And from there, you can read my blog, get my contact information, learn more about me and my products. I also have posters that I've designed and other free goodies. You can sign up for my newsletter. And I also have all of my social media as well.
0: That's great. And, and you know, I think that you sort of touched on this, but I think there's a fear of doing a bad job repartnering and then a fear of being alone, right? Like that mm-hmm. I'm going to be alone forever. So if I'm alone for too long, I'm going to be alone forever. And that seems mm-hmm. really terrifying. And I think that's a reason that people stay in unhappy marriages because of that fear as well.
1: Oh, I, I agree 100%. And, um, you know, I went through that myself with this last relationship. I got to a point where I kind of got mad and said, well, I don't want to be with him anymore. But dang it, I don't want to be alone either. I mean, that's no fun. And I know that this is really hard to hear. And, you know, it's hard. It's hard for me to hear sometimes too still. But I believe that the reason that, you know, like divorce is so prevalent, I just can't believe how prevalent divorce is in our country. And I think the reason that that is is because humans seem to just be scared to learn about themselves. There, a lot of people are scared to share their emotions. And a, a lot of us are damaged by previous relationships, not just romantic relationships, but, you know, friendships and relationships with parents and other family members and all of that builds up. So you take two people who don't know about themselves, aren't very connected with themselves and damaged from another relationship or previous relationships, and you put those two people together and it's, you know, it's not a wonder that their relationship isn't working out. My point is is that it's this is why it's so incredibly important. If you are going through a divorce to start to switch your perception, And start to think of it as a time to reconnect with yourself and rebuild yourself so that when you are ready to date, you attract someone who is equally emotionally healthy as you are. And then you'll have a good relationship. I I believe that with all my heart.
0: You know, I think it's really interesting because one of the things that we do in our law firm when people come in is focus them on them first. What is important to you sitting here in our office before we start thinking about him or her, you know, the soon-to-be ex? Let's focus on what's important to you in order to connect the client to themselves before we start looking at the situation because it's so easy to lose track of what our core values are, especially going back to the Greek chorus we were talking about at the beginning of the show. You, know, you have all these sort of forces and the forces are internal as well as external, you know, fear yeah. and anger and betrayal and anxiety, you know, that's pushing you back and forth. And then, you know, it's outside people saying, don't let this happen. Take all the money, you know, don't let that, I don't pay that. for that, you know, all that sort of stuff. And it's really hard, I think, to find your grounding in that sort of perfect storm of turmoil. You just outlined it perfectly. Yeah. And I also think that failure of communication is really the underlying reason for most breakups. You know, they show up as symptoms in different ways. And I think it's really interesting what you're saying, Sarah, that when we are afraid to even acknowledge ourselves, how could we possibly communicate well with someone else in a healthy way?
1: Exactly. And on the kind of another part of this, or maybe the other side of this coin, is that With the way that our media is right now, and social media plays a big role in this too, we feel judged all the time, you know, and and all of us deal with insecurities. We think we're not pretty enough. We think we're not sexy enough or alluring enough or interesting enough, or our hair might not be like, you know, model or our bodies might not be perfect. And I think all of that goes into it too. If you don't love yourself, if you don't think that you are worthy of love, then you're not going to really attract anybody who thinks that you're worthy of love either. That's another really important part of focusing on yourself during your divorce and not getting into another relationship until you're absolutely ready and, you know, not rushing into it.
0: What would be your sort of words of wisdom for somebody, say, you know, just in the beginning of the divorce process? You know, what should they do? What should they think about? How can they uh, sort of set themselves on this bright path?
1: Oh geez! So many thoughts are going through my head. I guess the first one is be gentle to yourself. be nice to yourself, be gentle. And I found a lot of help kind of rephrasing words, um rephrasing phrases. So if I was thinking about my ex and and the fact that he cheated on me, and the thought that went through my head a lot was, "I wasn't enough for him. I must not have been enough for him. and then switching that to "I am enough." He wasn't enough for me. And that's why he felt the need to cheat on me. So, just kind of switching the dialogue. And all of this is easy for me to say now and easy to talk about now. But, you know, I remember when I was first going through that process, I didn't want to listen to anybody. My emotions were everywhere and I would get mad at the drop of a hat and I couldn't concentrate. And so, just being nice to yourself, taking the time that you need. And any any advice I give is going to kind of be hard to get started.
0: We've yeah. had other guests on this show who have who have recommended like taking courses or doing things engaging in creative activities or you know dancing or yeah. something like that that sort of gets you outside of yourself. Do you think that's good advice?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Anything that that kind of gets you outside of your head, um anything that's active and you know makes you feel like yourself again definitely
0: so sarah woodward ortiz in the last few seconds of our show what was your what your ex's reaction to the heartful journey
1: (laughs) he hasn't he hasn't really said anything at all about it i was kind of surprised but um yeah we we still don't really have a very good relationship (laughs) i'm trying to work on that but No, he hasn't. He's been silent. Okay. Yeah, he has, (laughs) definitely.
0: (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Sarah Woodward-Ortiz, of The Heartful Journey, for being our guest on Dialogue on Divorce. It's been great. Oh, thank you. I've had fun, too.